Joe. Yeah, let's talk about Joe Let's DeCipio. just talk. Yeah, <laughs> let, let's spend like the next 35 minutes talking crap about Joe DeCipio. Who has no social media footprint at all, so there's no point. I mean, no one, it's not fun like when you trash somebody, but you can't even look them up. That's I'm not, not even fun. sure he really exists. We just make them up. Is he even an attorney? Like, have we even <laughs> seen? Well, I know. This could yeah. be a whole big scam. And we know how these college scams work. So, well, I mean, from we the, should from, do some From digging. my interaction with him, I question his attorney abilities. <laughs> <laughs> he's not here. I'm leaving all this in because he was yeah. supposed to be with us. He was supposed to be. And what did la- you cancel last minute? What's right. up with he, the Scipio? He, he said he has to work. Like, come on. Oh, give me a break. I mean, please. <laughs> you and Joe work the same amount. That's what. A few emails. <laughs> send, Take a run. Send a few emails out. Go for a lunch. Uh, lunch run. And, Are you okay? Are you, I know. Are you still hungover from St. Patrick's Day? No, I didn't get drunk this year. What? Ugh. Yeah, that was fine. Would you guys have a quiet St. Patrick's Day? Well, we had the leukemia ball Saturday night, which was just, I'll take two minutes on. It was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, you guys looked great, by the way, you and your wife. Oh, thank you. Uh, My wife did an amazing, so my wife was the auction chair. Mm. Yeah, this year, and uh, the auction did over $265,000, just the just the auction on the night did 3.23 million they raise a ton of money for research which uh, is great i no, mean it's amazing it's what it's they should be doing su- it's awesome. such a great cause fun night you know a lot of times you go to these black tie events uh and it's you know listen they're all for the most part they're all for good causes or to recognize someone uh, but for the most part 90 percent of them are just like can I get home at nine o'clock yeah <laughs> yeah they're but dry this they're not... night is 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 one of a few, maybe maybe really the, the, the only one that, I mean, because we got Kathleen Madigan, who was the was the comedian, OAR played, you know, at the end of the night, at 11 o'clock, OAR hit the stage and played till, you know, almost one o'clock. Wow. Yeah, you guys I, had a late night event. That's like, yeah, I, that's like what? a late I night. I was way past my bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you guys are like, ow. God, I don't think I went to bed till one thirty. This is like... Crazy. That's amazing for you. Yeah. Okay. So I can understand you took it easy on St. Patrick's well, Day. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day. You know, had a few beers, went to a couple different bars, but that was pretty much it. But to, in, and actually, to give you all credit, like you've been very involved in LLS. So I has have. the station, yes. and I think it's important to note that, like for many, many yeah, years, so Fox I was five, the vice. So yeah. I've been on the board for six years. I was the vice chair for two, then the chair for two, and now I'm vice chair again. Which. Um, and then, yeah. unfortunately, at the end of next year, I have to roll off the board. You could only serve six consecutive years, fiscal okay. years. Uh, but I'll still, we'll stay involved. Fox 5 will stay involved, and I'll certainly stay involved. It's yeah, you guys cause. have given them incredible exposure, whether it's, you know, just awareness yeah. segments, ads, you know, all, all that great stuff that kind of keeps it so they raise well, so much money. We had, um, I'm, I was personally... I've personally been impacted by it in my life, and uh, and then the Fox Five family has had numerous individuals, unfortunately, who have been I know. Uh, impacted by blood cancers. So it just between yeah. my involvement and then the station's involvement, it kind of has really we, it's become our main charity yeah. that we we kind of support. It's it's so great, and we could go on and on say yeah. so much about it. You got to come it, next the research, year. I know. You should I, be there. An influencer <laughs> like you, got like you should be at this event. You know, it's funny. I really need to, for whatever reason. I feel you know like what? You're coming next year. I will. I will definitely come next year. Unless you're, you know, nine and a half months pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely be that. <laughs> I'll come in a wheelchair. It's fine. Um, I'll come in a wheelchair. But, but 
No, you know what's funny? Like the past year, I have just been, I think because like what you were describing, it, you know, you go to a lot of these events sometimes and I think you lose, for me, I think the past year I've lost the meaning of what it is, which is really, like you said, whether you're an influencer, whether you're here at Fox 5, being there raises awareness, helps raise money, which is really how I should look at it. But I've started to look at it a little bit like, okay, I've, I've been to a lot of these events. Um... You know, I, I don't yeah, want to go again. It's yeah, kind I know of what drag. you're saying. You know this what I one mean? is and a different one. A this attitude, one, this but... one is a is it's it's truly a fun evening. I mean, from the cocktail party to the to the event, it moves along. Great comedy, you know, uh, band. It, it's I just, can't believe you guys had a, a comedian. That's amazing. She was fantastic. Was she like a conservative comedian? I'm surprised. No, like, you really? know Kathleen Madigan. Yeah, you. <laughs> if you looked, at, she's. I'm, she's she's one of the top ten female comedians. I'm just giving you a hard no. time. Like, no, no, you know, not if at Michelle Wolf she was, rolled in there, you'd be. Oh like, no, no, she Chelsea was great. Handler. She was she was she was really really really. Good. All right, well, we have a ton to cover. We today, have a ton. Okay? And we have to move this along. Yeah, you've got some great station news that we're going to talk about. Yeah, um, we've got a lot of political stories to update. There's a really fascinating millennial study that millennials are kind of depressed <laughs> and and having a really difficult time, harder than ever. They say the stresses of life. So I can't wait to hear your opinion on that. So where do you want to start? There's some good political stories out there. Wherever you want to start. Well, uh, Beto O'Rourke entered yes. the presidential race. He did. Raises six point six, I think. Million? Six point one, I believe. Six point one within like a 24 to 36 hour window um you've been tweeting about him that he never really says anything. he doesn't he doesn't answer a question <laughs> he's amazing he literally he might win because he does not he literally doesn't answer a question so actually he, you know it's funny i read he that deflects, in a places, he spins but. he I, I don't think he has a real policy at this point or a stance on a real policy uh so he's the perfect candidate for the dems I mean, and, uh, and what is this? How many now people are in the race? A lot. I know. I mean, what are we over? No, 10 but I'm being or? serious about him. Like, it's, again, this is where the media, and again, I'm in the media, or we're in the media, has to be very careful. Uh, you know, here's a guy who, I mean, frankly, he's, he was a councilman in El Paso. Right. No offense to El Paso, but he's a councilman in El Paso. He loses a statewide election to a very unpopular center. Now, granted, in a red state, and he made it competitive to 3%, but he also made it competitive getting millions and millions and millions of Hollywood money, right? Big Democratic donor money flooded into the state to try to beat, and listen, uh, frankly, an unpopular Ted Cruz. So he lost. Not by much. But it was pretty close. I, I said it was close. He okay. made it very okay. close, 3%, but with a lot of money from outside money. And really, he was put on the map by that viral video. Remember, he was yeah. kind of asked about his thoughts on kneeling in the NFL, and but he had a very uh, poignant speech about but that. But other than that. Right. No, no, I And agree. if you want to call that an accomplishment, I don't. But other than that, he's a, he's a nothing. He's a nothing. He truly is a nothing. I, there are so many other Democratic candidates out there that have real accomplishment they're comparing him to obama and i'm like wait right. a second barack obama was a sitting u.s senator right of a large state illinois before running for president kamala harris sitting u.s senator former attorney general bernie sanders u.s senator uh you know, yeah a lot of people have done, the like, candidates I mean, have been uh, in politics Klobuchar and booker i mean there's some real accomplishments here and again i'm not saying that someone who but but so far 
very unimpressed. Um, but he he appeals to maybe the millennial crowd, like you said. He's getting a lot of donations. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how he stacks up. Well, I he's agree already with had you. apologized twice yeah. for some child, you know, youth behavior. Well, there's a lot coming out about him, right? He was arrested for a DUI, I believe. Well, way that back. had been out. We'll, then there listen, was also. We'll see if he's up for prime time. We will see. Uh, yeah, I agree. I don't. I, agree. I I think he'll fade quickly. I kind of actually agree with you. I think I that think he might, depending on who. And I said this, he might be a decent vice presidential candidate. You know, can raise a lot of money. Well liked. You know, if a Kamala Harris or you know some other. There's no way the Dems are going to allow two white males on the ticket. So if Bernie, it looks like Biden's running, by the way. He's pretty yeah. much said that. Well, that will be a huge game changer if that's and true. He, uh, I read yesterday, the rumors are, the speculation is that he is going to name his vice presidential candidate right out of the gate almost. So that would mean it's not somebody running. Wow, that would be that So would be he must bananas. have somebody in mind. I really want Bernie Sanders to win. <laughs> Really but Bernie won't Bernie. beat Trump. If you truly want Trump out, Bernie would have beat Trump in 2016. Maybe he not would've. now. He won't. I, look, I I mean it's He's hard like, to say. And, like we're actually speaking to leukemia, the comedian I was speaking about, kind of was like Bernie's like your uncle that just shows up late to the party. You're not sure if he's drunk or not. Completely disheveled. Got a bandaid on his head. Like I his clothes don't enough. fit. <laughs> <laughs> well, he looks like he's from Vermont. You know, Vermont. Like New England look, you know, it's it's a little bit of a mess. But I mean, look, we'll see, right? <laughs> we'll see. There's a yeah, lot. We'll there's a lot. We'll see. But I, I actually tend to agree with you about Beto O'Rourke. I think. But we'll see. You know, you know, listen, crazier things have happened in this political climate. Yeah, and there's so many candidates. Accomplishments though. might not matter. Yeah, like, maybe you're right. Um, also, of course, we have to address, you know, the tragedy that happened in New Zealand. Sure. Um, everybody, of course, hearts are with New Zealand, praying for them. They've taken a lot of quick, swift action as far as gun uh, reform there. Um, but that story was just very shocking because you don't usually hear that of, you know, we're sort of more used to those headlines yeah. of, you know, mass shootings. I mean, obviously, but it's, it's a, very a shocking. awful domestic uh, terrorist attack. Uh, and it is a terrorist attack. Um, and to compound it similar to the tragedy that happened, um, you know, last year with the synagogue in Pittsburgh. I mean, attacks of that sort are just horrific to begin with. And then add the element of, uh, that these people were praying in, in a religious environment. Um, and that is why they were attacked is just despicable. Right. Um, no one. And I treated this, not that, it matters that I treated it, but it's just for someone, for people to be attacked for their religious beliefs and what they stand for. Um, I mean, we could debate policy and other issues regarding religion and anti-Semitism and anti-Islamophobia and all these other things. We could debate those things, but for people to be attacked for their religious beliefs is truly despicable. So it was awful. And then on the heels of that, um, I don't know if you saw the video of Chelsea Clinton who went to yes. the vigil at NYU and was just completely ac accosted by crazy far left radicals. Right. Uh, because she tweeted when uh, Congresswoman Omar uh, you know, made the anti-Semitic comments 
Chelsea basically tweeted, and I, I'm not reading the exact tweet, but something to the effect of there's no place for uh, anti-Semitism and bigotry or whatever. And the video, she was getting yelled at. Now, by the way, she's she's pregnant. And I, Chelsea Clinton is, and I, I actually tweeted, I I don't think she's hurt anyone in her life. <laughs> like, yeah, she seems to be in a very fairly very, neutral. Very, um, well, I mean, listen, I'm sure she's a she's a Democrat, but she seems very neutral. Even when Trump has slammed her mom, she's kind of tried to take the high ground. And to try to blame her for the violence in New Zealand because she called out anti-Semitism is, first of all, complete hypocrisy. Right. If she's calling it, you know, you can't say get rid of all hate or we're against all hate and then treat Chelsea Clinton like that. Right. It, it just, so the, I can't remember the woman's name or the two people who really, and they're snapping their fingers like a bunch of freaks. Like I, it was just, yeah. and they well, had I always a, feel like when you film somebody like that, you know, you're doing that for, look, if that, if the woman that approached Chelsea and, you know, felt that what she said was hurtful. You know, if you truly felt that way, right? And you really wanted to have a dialogue with Chelsea Clinton. They didn't want to have a dialogue. Exactly. Yeah, they you wanted would, the you video. You would do that privately But at the same time, they had they, to delete their the tweet, uh, Twitter account and all this. Anyway, my point is, it's just getting out of control now, right? It's just, you know, the thought. In what way? In what? In, in the th thought process. To think that Chelsea Clinton somehow, her comment, her, her, her calling out anti Semitic comments somehow in any way was related to what this lunatic did in New Zealand. There's something off in those people when they act like that. I'm, I'm sorry. There just is. There's something off. They're, they're nuts. Well, I think you have because... And there's no place for it. No, I agree with you. And, and, and by the and way, it wasn't covered the way it should have been covered. I'm sorry, it wasn't on the on the cable news outlets. It, Why? Everybody was defending Chelsea Clinton. Who who just felt what, supportive of those two people? No, 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 no. I'm not suggesting that. I'm just saying I thought it should have been even covered more, like the way she was treated. I thought it should have been everywhere. And you felt like it just didn't get well, enough no, press. But, I mean, let, we talked about the Native American incident with the Covington kids. How much was that covered? And the kids said nothing. Yet this one, these two individuals completely uh, accost Chelsea Clinton, and it was covered, but no, not even close to the way the Covington situation was covered. But that's like, I mean, you could say that about everything, though. Some things catch fire, some things don't. Uh, it's always it's, like, I think it's selective coverage. It, and so why? You just feel like me, some major news outlets didn't want to give that, why? Because they're both left? Like No, because, well, I, well, Either they're both left or this there's there's, there's an anti-Semitic tone going on right now. And it's it's unfortunate. It really is. Yeah, there does seem to be a lot of there. There, there is. Yeah. Yeah, there does. There is. I agree with you on that part. Um, but I, I think, you know, look, I, I watched that video and I feel like it's you know what I felt like about why that incident with Chelsea Clinton didn't catch fire because I feel like it was very staged in the sense of they had an agenda. They knew they were going to oh, film it. They had the Covington agenda. kid. I don't think that, you know, those Covington kids didn't. And I'm plan. not comparing the two events. No, so no. I don't want people saying, oh, I'm just saying like it's it's interesting to me sometimes to watch what, what gets, gets a lot of coverage right. and what doesn't. Yeah. I, and I think everybody wants And I their, do say, I agree with you, on Twitter and most everyone was Everyone was, defending. like, universally. I mean, you had Rosie, from Rosie I mean, O'Donnell to everybody. She even apologized. I'm sorry I, I offended. Yeah. Like, she didn't need to apologize, but she did. 
oh, I know. And they kept badgering her, like, because she was like, I'm sorry that you feel that way. And they're like, what's what does the, that mean? It's the snapping fingers thing. Because. Because they're freaks. That's why. <laughs> they're freaks. Seriously. They're freaks. I think freaks, but I do think oh, that no, people... no, they're, they're, they're freaks. <laughs> I, 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 I feel like people, you because can call of social me, media... You can call me on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's staying in there? Okay, okay. Look, we could go on. Yeah, that that yeah. was a good one, you know, in the sense Speaking of Speaking of lunacy, people, though. Okay. Nancy Pelosi and other, again, Nance. progressive Democrats, okay, liberals, whatever you want to call them, they want to lower the voting right, right, uh, the, lower the voting age to 16 Okay. Again. Thoughts. Total lunacy. <laughs> oh, because they pay taxes. Okay, then let them have a beer. So they can vote, but they can't have a beer until they're five years later. They can't have a beer. So here's what the Democrats are doing right now. Because they, they didn't win the election straight up in 2016, the electoral election, which is, by the way, the legal way we elect a president. Yeah. Unlike people want to think popular. So they want to get rid of the electoral college. They want to lower the voting right to 16, change immigration to let more people in, let let illegal immigrants vote because they couldn't win with the current rules. Let's keep changing the rules. 16 year olds should not vote. They're too young. They're dependent on their parents. They may pay a little bit of tax because they have a part time job. Sure. But that doesn't give them the right to vote and elect our, our leaders. I'm sorry. At 16. You haven't lived enough, done enough, or on your own enough to have a vote. Really? You don't think kids are becoming more and more activated and oh, aware I mean, I think in, in um, politics? I feel like we are, we're seeing no, that. I don't. It's like this climate uh, change uh, walkout in high schools. Completely orchestrated by the left. Completely orchestrated by parents. Kids should not be walking out of school due to climate change. They should be in there learning. But let's do a fake outrage walkout. You're basically going, you're like reverting old school. Where like kids should be seen, not heard. I mean, come on. It's great that they're getting. For the most part, they should. Yeah, they should. At 14, 15, and 16, they should. Just when I feel they like haven't made earned, progress with you. I'm sorry. They haven't earned the right to be heard. Yeah. Not, not on, from a they're... voting perspective. Okay. You, you know, listen. They're smart kids. And... You're really upset about the walkout? That's what yeah. being, I'm not you upset. know. I'm upset. I'm just, I'm giving you my opinion on it. It didn't bother me. I didn't give it, you know. They should be able to walk out. I mean, that's no. what activism, you're learning about oh, activism. stop. It seems like they're only active on left policies. Right. Let, let, let's let's. It's interesting how it's only on. Okay, but what policies, would be a right policy that that kids could walk out on? Pro life. I guarantee, if there's a massive walkout but on pro life, no one would no. They won't even cover it, and they probably get docked a day. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's an interesting challenge. I I would want to do more research to find out the, if they've the, ever had a you won't pro-life see it. walkout. You won't see it. I bet they've done it, but I bet you're right. They probably don't get any coverage. Just saying, sixteen-year-olds okay. shouldn't vote. Well, it, look, in reading and researching that story, I don't. They, I don't even think eighteen-year-olds should vote. What? Oh my God! Come on, that's bananas. I think you should have to be on your own to vote. A lot of eighteen-year-olds are on their own. Like their parents kick them okay, out. Okay, then they get to vote. You got to prove you're on your own. You can't pick and choose. Okay, this is what has <laughs> happened. To you. Like, this is where we. Okay, we completely I live on my own. Charge. College doesn't count. If I'm paying the college bill, they don't get to vote. Oh my God! All right, so. Uh, that, that's crazy. But by the way, it doesn't seem like Nancy's getting much support on either side no, of this, right? So this seems like a headline. This is a pandering to the... Uh, 
everything. Even Joe Biden came out and said, I'm the prog- most progressive cat. Like, again, I've said it every week now. They can't get further left from each other. It's, it's hysterical to watch. Well, it seems, I don't know. You know, I mean, it seems like there's just a ton of candidates. This is kind of what happened with Republicans in 2016. There were so many. Again, you know, they get That's weeded why, out. That's why, to it your just point, seems like... Bernie, Biden, and Beto, the three Bs, I call them. Yeah. I think have the best chance because of the name recognition, the fundraising capabilities, and um, they're just starting out at a big number. Yeah. 18, 19, 16, 20%, whatever right. it is. I think Kamala Harris is up at that percentage. Uh, Nate Silver, uh, his uh, 538 came out with a poll. He does it by money, like cents. Okay. And uh, I think it was Biden or Bernie or Bernie or Biden, like 22, 21. And then Beto and, and Kamala were right around 17. And then everyone else was way down. I. No, I'm with you. I, I mean, mean, it's I think... early. We have 530 days to the election. So let's not get crazy. God, that here. doesn't seem like that much, though, honestly. I mean, I know it, it is. is it's but... pretty far off. Yeah. So. Um, all right. Also, let's talk de Blasio before we get into some lighter <sighs> Another stories. Another lunatic. Um, yeah, getting a lot of heat <laughs> in New York. Right, he should. Things. I watched that interview. It was on MSNBC. Willie Geist does not Willie interview. did a great job. They all did a great job. Because he, he... And then, you know, typical de Blasio wouldn't take a stand and didn't defend his own comments. He tried to throw, he threw in, he, he, he clearly inferred and, and impl- I mean, he implied they, uh, we'll set this up. Basically, okay. This so is- the Blasio was being interviewed on MSNBC and they were talking about the Amazon, who was to blame for Amazon leaving. And, you know, he, he didn't, he didn't want to blame New York. He was set, you know, he was trying to say that there was a, a process in in place and like all this you could just tell he was full of crap right and then not basically he blamed that bezos's affair right and situation that was going on inside amazon left uh, resulted in them leaving New York. Yeah. So Willie Geist, like you said, keeps pressing him. And throughout the interview, uh, de Blasio is making statements like, I think we can all say that the unusual things, unusual things were happening within the Amazon family at the time. And that was said politely. There was clearly some unusual factors happening. De Blasio goes on to basically repeat that statement many times. You think his affair had something to do with it? Willie Geist asks. I only am saying it had, it was an unusual environment. It keeps going and going, even though Willie Geist is like, be specific. Like, what are you talking? About. Oh, by the way, it didn't impact the uh, Virginia site, did it? That seems to have gone through, no problem. Yeah, right. Which, by the way, what is the? Re- I mean, have we really gotten to the bottom of why that Amazon deal fell apart in Long Island? Because of the social media pressure, the outrage by some local newly elected politicians. Again, they they didn't want the heat, and uh, they backed out of the deal. And Amazon, in my opinion, was and based on what I've read, I was like, screw this. We're not, if you don't want us. We don't want to be there. Right, we'll go somewhere There's else. There's no reason to be there. Yeah. But the Blasio, listen. I've they're set, obviously having a ton of problems anyway. New York's... Whether it's budget, right? I mean, now budget, they're, what, 900? Pe- people leaving, schools haven't progressed. Um, yeah, de Blasio it? seems to it's be a shame. It's issues. a shame this guy's mayor of a major... The largest U.S. city. It's it's truly a shame. When is his term up? By the way, do we know? Uh, what is it? Without googling, I'd three have three more look. years, two more years. 
Really? I think he won lat. He won two years ago, I believe. Right. So maybe two more years. I'm not exactly sure. Was but not, not fast enough. Yeah, that story was crazy and surprising that he wouldn't really be specific. If that's what you believe, say it. Like don't yeah, exactly. don't don't, say don't, it. don't don't be coy and then not answer the question when and I will say they all came back on him and tried to get Willie did a great job. He asked him like three more and then yeah, Willie yeah, even did. went back to it and said, So let me let let me just get clarify. You're so you're saying and he's like, I said what I said. I said what I said. Yeah, I I agree with you on that Moron. one. Um, anything you want to add? We were kind of talking about this before the podcast started. Uh, the college admission scandal continues to unfold. Lori Laughlin, a lot of videos have surfaced of Lori with her daughter, Olivia Jade. And, you know, Olivia Jade's basically talking about how she's not a good student and she never went to school. She and- does look like a spoiled brat, though. <laughs> Doesn't she? Like, I could see her whining and, like, st- stomping her feet. I'm going to USC. I'm going. You need to do whatever you can or I'm. Wait, blah, blah. Lori looks like a spoiled brat of the daughter yeah, or both. Both, but more yeah, the daughter. Very entitled. Very entitled. Very entitled. Yeah, very entitled. And I think I when mean, you. I guess what my point is, you could see how. I'm not defending it, but you could see how she has this huge social media following on YouTube. She's probably whining internally. Uh, she probably didn't care about school at all and she admitted as such on one of her youtube videos yeah a couple of them Um, and so they pulled all the strings they could to try to get her into a local school usc very good school probably with some friends so she could party say she's going to college um but she's lost most of her sponsorships if not all of them yeah yeah a lot laurie's lost hallmark they're being sued um, Is, has Lori lost um, Fuller House yet? I've, she lost Fuller House. Okay, yep. She lost the uh, Hallmark. Was it yep, Lifetime, the Hallmark li- Lifetime channel or had, Hallmark? Hallmark. They Hallmark. had some sort of show agreement yeah, so. with her, so she's gone from that. But it's a real scandal. It does point to um, elite privilege. We've talked about this. I don't think it's a surprise that rich people have an advantage. Yeah. Should they? We could debate that. Probably not in terms of getting into schools or some of those over well, no, somebody I mean, else. You're, and now, I mean, there's even people suing Felicity Huffman and yeah, Lori Loughlin. which Lawson. is a little ridiculous. There's like a $500 million lawsuit. Stop. Like really? That's, yeah, that's crazy. But those, those, their daughters did take spots from people who legit are students. Do we know that? Yeah. I mean, look at Olivia Jade. She can hardly spell restaurant. No, I, mean, yeah. I meant like they could have let one more. Per- like, did they really take a spot? I don't know. We don't yeah. know Yeah. I mean, that's like... No, because they were being let in through the fake athletic stuff, and that doesn't, I don't think, block a true someone deserving from an academic... I mean, we, listen, to your point, we don't know, right? Yeah, we don't I know. mean, who knows? And, but it, and it, it could have. I think story, that's going to be hard to prove. I think that they're going to see some jail time. I think Lori Laughlin or her husband might. I don't know that it'll I be doubt significant, it, but, we'll but... Yeah, I mean, that it continues to unfold, and they obviously continue to get backlash, which they yeah, deserve. And even I think Phil Mickelson had to come out and say he used that singer, William Singer, and I believe it was Joe Montana. I'm oh, not, really? I didn't I, see Joe I Montana. I believe, and they both said, though, that their kids had the grades, and they only used them, him as guidance, but not to any degree where they paid. Wow. My guess is they would have been arrested or... I, I never understand this because if you're already rich and in that Hollywood circle, it's like, why? I mean, even if your kids go to like, I don't know, you know, some college that's well, not as established, I, I mean, they're still going to do well in life. It's, that's not it's, the point. It, she wanted to probably stay home, Olivia Jade. She's a, she's in California. She wants to be near Hollywood. She probably had friends going there. So she wanted to be at the social in that parties. Circle. Yeah, so... 
She stamped her foot and cried. And Very sad story because I think that one's going to be hard for them to recover. I do. I yeah. agree. Yeah. That's it's, it's, it's illegal and it's extremely embarrassing. Well, and I think it's... And it what, points to privilege. Right. Point, exactly what it, people don't it's like. It's everything that right now is not... What people hate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, let's move on. There's a good more uh, millennial story, essentially, that millennials are <laughs> feeling, feeling more stressed, which I knew this would get you going. Three in five millennials say life is more stressful now than ever before. And they cite things like slow Wi-Fi to broken phone screens to zero likes on social media. Everyday stressors are causing young adults to have struggles falling asleep 138 nights each year. Where do you want to start, Patrick? So you're going to... Well, you're not going to be surprised um, <laughs> my thought on no. it. No. But I, if the survey, if, if I saw the headline and then I read that article and the reason that they were more stressed was due to finding a good job, cost of living issues. Okay. Those types of real life issues. Right. I actually would have agreed with that because I do think the stress on the younger millennials, the 25, 26, 27 year olds, 24 year olds is harder today than we had to go through or I had to go through because the cost of living in yeah. these major cities it's is insane. out of control. The taxes, the the rents, the, the, just the day in and day out cost of living. So, I mean, cell phone, I mean, just hundreds and hundreds of dollars yeah it's extremely difficult the salaries at these companies has not kept up unless you're an engineer or you know something in the stem world a dot yeah but even then the debt might be oh massive yeah massive yeah so add debt to that i would have agreed with that article or that headline right but the fact that it's phone screen not getting likes well, here are the top five, by the way. Here are the, there's 20 I was trying to be scenarios. sympathetic based on the headline, and then when you read more, I... I'd... Well, some of the ones you're talking about are in the top five. So five was arriving late to work. This was very stressful for millennials. Losing your phone was four. Commute and traffic delays. Number two was arguing with a partner. And number one was losing your wallet or credit card, which to me, it's like, that's really not one because the only time I ever lost my and wallet or credit card was I when I was drunk. most of those are controllable, aren't they? Except yeah. for maybe the traffic. <laughs> I know. I agree. I mean, if, as Paying I said, bills if, came in number 12. Yeah. You know, job interviews were number 13. Phone screen breaking was 14. Credit card bills well, it, was 15. I, look, I was going to try to be supportive of millennials <laughs> today and you're making it difficult. <laughs> Based on that article, you're making it very difficult. Yeah, it was. Anyway, I, I thought you'd appreciate that. Um, You know, I know you were kind of running out of time for the oh, show today. Are you good? Yeah, five minutes. Okay. Um, well, I want to also get to the news. You, you tweeted out, I believe, yesterday that you're adding a 4 p.m. news. Yeah, we're really excited. Which this is really big because you kind of made the point. A 4 p.m. news show, we're calling it. A news show. Yeah. Okay. Um, Rather this, than a newscast. All right. What's the difference? So... <clears throat> I, my, this is my personal feeling. And then obviously, because I run the station, we kind of, this filters down. I think newscast has a negative connotation to people. I think that um, people do want news. They want information. Okay. Everyone's definition of news is different. Some, to some it's serious news. To some it's what's trending on social media. To some it's political. To some it's weather. To some it's, you know, lifestyle type things or fun viral video, whatever it is. So it's as as we have expanded, we've 
kind of moved out of the traditional newscast model okay. with most of our stuff. Now, we still do what you would consider a historically traditional newscast. Right. But we try to, we've tried to change it up, and I think for the most part successfully. Certainly with the new shows like The Like It or Not, The Final Five at Night, and now a four o'clock show, I think we're going to be even a little bit more non-traditional, if that's the best way to put it. But it's still going to be a new show. We're going to have the news of the day. Um, four but more cl- conversational. Like, maybe, can you give us may- more? Maybe, you know, maybe faster paced. Maybe, okay. um, you know, s- you know, trying to talk to that four o'clock audience. Okay. Which, you know, m- you know, people getting off shift getting home before they go off to you know run or go to cook dinner or go out to dinner drop the kids off somewhere uh, we're gonna try to speak to that audience um, it's gonna kick off a three and a half hour block for us because we're ready to do a five a six a 630 and a seven okay uh, it, the, it it takes us to almost 80 hours of news a week so between that the two amazing, stations it's 13 and a half hours a day that is a lot of news. 12 and a half just on WTTG and an hour on Fox 5 Plus WDCA. Wow. I mean, more than half the day is we're in news. And you know, if you take away the 12 midnight to 4 a.m., you're talking about 12 and a half out of 20 hours. We're in the news and information. Original, locally produced. That's the key also. You know, and, and I say that because our competitors, some of our local competitors like WRC, NBC, and you know, the ABC affiliate and, and CBS, um, they do a lot of f- fair amount of local news themselves as well, okay. but nowhere near what we do because they have network news. So they have the Today Show. They have Good Morning America. They have CBS This Morning. Right. They have NBC Nightly News. They have syndicated network product like um, Kimmel and so forth. So, yeah, it's going to be great. Um, that is amazing. When does that show kick off? When does the four- We haven't announced it yet. It's going to be late spring. Okay, late spring. Yeah, we have the um, World Cup, Women's World Cup, which we're excited about, we're thrilled about. But that will, some of the games are start at 2.40 p.m. Okay. So that would preempt that 4 o'clock show. So we're just figuring all that trying out. Trying to figure all that out. Yet. Okay. Not, not announced yet. But There's we're excited. Scoop. All right. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, yeah, very exciting. It's exciting in the industry because, you know, b- between TV, local newspapers, some local radio stations, um, and other publications, unfortunately, the local news footprint has declined um, for a variety of reasons. You know, from u- you know, users or viewers or listeners, whatever you want to category is your medium. Um, it's just gotten harder and harder to, to from a funding and monetary standpoint, sure, financial standpoint. Uh, but we have so since, uh, and this was in the press release. In the last five years, we've expanded. We've added twenty-seven. With this edition, we'll have added twenty-seven and a half hours of local news, That's which amazing. means more producers, more talent, more um, behind-the-scenes individuals, because we. I truly believe, and the company believes, that we need to keep pushing forward to, to be successful. And you know, and we've talked about the syndicated market with shows that are available is drying up. Um, you know, the off-network sitcoms aren't there the, to the way they used to be to, right. to buy them in syndication. 
So we, we have to take our own destiny, uh, control of our own destiny. Wow. And I, I believe that you have to be one of the top two stations in a particular TV market. I think five years from now, if you're third, fourth, or fifth, you're in big trouble. That will be quite the prediction because it does seem like it's going that way. I, I believe it's going that way. Um, great show today. Great. Where can people follow Fox you? Fo- uh, pa- <laughs> <laughs> Patrick GM, Fox, Fox 5, 5 DC. Okay, perfect. We'll be back next week. Um, yeah, Joe may join us. We're zeroing in on the fifty, uh, the one-year anniversary. One-year anniversary, yeah. So excited. Very exciting. <laughs> yes, you should. Another groundbreaking yeah, thing. You know, you guys have your own podcast division, which is really cool. We try. Leading the market, we're yeah. Not, you know, we, we're not perfect. And, but. Oh, really? No, I'm just saying. Like, Let's go into detail. Goodbye, Sarah. I like all the scoop. All right, you guys. We'll see you next week. See you next week.